welcome back another day, another vlog. Hope you're all well on this Monday episode of the show. Um, everyone out there in podcast world, thanks very much for stopping by. I hope you've had a good day too today on Monday. Um, it's great to have a bigger family this week. We've got a few more subscribers on the channel, so welcome to you if this is your first show. Uh, smash that subscribe, hit that bell. We do this Monday to Friday. News, reviews, tech, pretty much everything that's going on in the world and the net and technology and photography and whatever else I can think of that sounds interesting. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, I did, if you haven't already seen, the, I did chuck up a video over the weekend. Uh, had a good good weekend, actually. I got a little bit of rest. Uh, I did the my Albert review. So that's my three-legged thing, Albert unboxing and just a bit of a show. Um, I've got him all stickered up now, so he's, he's good. We're going to be going out shooting tomorrow night, doing another video, going to be doing some astrophotography. It's going to be a pearl of a night tomorrow night, so... If you have been thinking about going out and shooting this week and you didn't know what to do and you haven't done Astro, uh, yeah, go out and do it. Uh, well, up here anyway, I've checked all that. I've checked the moon. There's going to be no moon at all, all night. Um, clouds, should be zero clouds across the board, high, mid-range and low, zeros all over. Uh, Milky Way, around midnight's going to be on the far side of camp, that side. So that's going to be going on the down way, and that's away from the mine, so it's a lot clearer. So we've done pretty well, and I've got one of my uh, really good mates from work that I've worked here for 10 years for. He's uh, got himself a Z6 Nikon, and uh, he's been playing around with it, and we were chatting, and I said, look, why don't you come along for a shoot? Have you done Astro? You hadn't done anything. I said, come on, mate. I'll tell you at least what I know. I'm no expert, but I'll uh, try and help you out and... Hopefully he can have as much fun as I do and get some good shots like I've been lucky enough to do. So we've got a bit of a plan together. Uh, worked, I've, we've had a chat, worked out where we're going to go and what we're going to do and the times and stuff. We're just going to finalise all that and then we'll go out to shoot tomorrow night. So there'll be another video, which at current rate will probably be out in end of this month. Hopefully I'm starting to catch up. I've got a couple more uh, unboxings and little jobbies to do and then I've got a couple of other videos we've got to get through. So... We're doing pretty well. I did have to sit down and do my tax over on Saturday. I spent about four hours data entering all my tax for the year, all the stuff you buy and sell. Uh, photography business ain't a fun business financially if you're not making much money. Uh, we don't make any money out of the channel. And I think I've had uh, one job thanks to Bocca Bearings, which was awesome. Uh, and then over that, just selling and selling and trading gear online on eBay and that. Uh, so, yeah, it's... More money goes out than has come in. So it's a work in progress. A couple of years down the track, hopefully I can get it into a positive mark. That is the goal. So basically I just want to be able to get what I put in. So if I can get it back to an even balance, I'd be happy. I'd be really stoked. Um, rightio, there's a bit to run through. Let's get into it. Um, now, we did talk about the Blackmagic 12K. Everyone's talking about that. They're all talking about the 12K side. It's obviously a big thing with the 8K, with the Canon R5. But um, I really, really want you to go and watch the actual release video uh, on it. Uh, it. It deep dives a, a lot more. Uh, the guy, obviously, I think he's the, one of the founders of Blackmagic. He's a... He's not, he's not a Peter McKinnon in front of the camera, but technically he sat there and basically explained everything technically. You could tell he just wasn't bullshitting and doing sales. He's obviously just a 
full-blown camera nut nerd and has created this amazing thing. And and I think the biggest thing you can take away from it is the sensor. That is the big thing with that camera. The 12K, I'll try and surmise this as, as simply as I can without – Get hopefully I don't get it wrong. But basically from what I – in the current cameras, there's a Bayer sensor. Uh, every camera uses that Bayer type sensor. Now what the Bayer sensor – you've got the sensor, but then it has to – which is basically black and white. It's got to trans, uh, take the light that comes in and change that into red, green, blue, so RGB. Now, existing with this Bayer sensor, somehow, and especially in video cameras, they're a lot larger, and he's got a large one in our little cameras. They're obviously a lot smaller. It basically uses prisms to send the light into these prisms. As we all know, when you push light into a, put white light into a prism, it separates the colours, a la the rainbow. And it's a really good visual sort of thing to put in your head. And that's how they do it. Um, in, in your camera, there's one of these little things that diffracts the light and splits it up into its colours, then the sensors pick up those red, green, blues and then puts that into your data and then you turn it into a photo. That's how you get all your colours in your photo. Otherwise, everything would be black and white. Now, what they've done is by going to 12K, what that does with the sensor and the style of sensor that they've designed, which is they're completely their own sensor. This is a totally new sensor and that's the big part. It's not the 12K you need to think about. It's this whole sensor and their software. Uh, it's uh, and it's uh, it's a fantastic marketing thing, and I think they were very smart in the fact that they played the 12K because it sold the R5 really, really well. But if you're actually into that movie side, and I think a lot of people, and there's been some really good tweets on Twitter about it, uh, ex with some links to people explaining the actual term, the actual technology, and it's really, really fantastic, and it's basically. The reason they went to 12K was by going to 12K allowed them to have equal amounts of red, green, blue, and then another colour, which is white. So they, you've got your red, green, blue, and they're normally uh, – there's probably I think there's normally more greens or blues, I think. I think it's more greens than there is reds and blues on a normal sensor. Well, with that going to 12K and the technology, basically they could have equal amounts of the, those colours and as well as some white ones that fill in the gaps and help for brightness and blah, blah, blah. Short, that's the shorthand. Anyway, combine that with their um, codec, the Blackmagic codec that they've developed to go with this, gives you these amazing files um, with all this texture, color, and just like endless amounts of opportunity. And you can edit it on a computer like this. So a laptop, the 16-inch MacBook Pro, basically, if I had one of those, if I could afford, they're 20 grand here, they're 10 grand in the States, but if you had a 20 grand one of them, you could go out, do a, we could do this show and basically I could go into using um, their software and their Kodak, put that into DaVinci Resolve and I could edit the whole video on my laptop, no problems at all. So, and I just wanted to get that out because it's, as much as you see the headlines, a 12K camera and all that, it's fantastic and it's an Australian company, super, super proud that, uh, they've done that. That's really, really cool, I think. Uh, I think it's important just to note that it's the more and more exciting and the, and the bigger, bigger development is that factor that that one sensor cuts out that whole need for a prism and what it, what it means down the track. This is like the first step of a new, whole, completely, totally different new sensor design. So it's pretty exciting in that regards. I think 
yes, this is the first one and it's it's going to be good. Once people learn how to use that and, and use that technology and use that sensor and then play with the colours and get – I think it's going to lead to a lot of fantastic things. Uh, I reckon good luck to them. Very brave of them to sink so much money into go and do it. Could have easily just kept making and just keep getting the Bayer sensors, buying them in and just whack it something together and sell it um, to go have the balls to go out there and make your own technology and develop just a world-class technology. Uh, I think it's awesome. So they do deserve a little bit of kudos for that. And I hope I hope it works and I hope it all goes as well as it looks. Uh, it looks looks amazing, especially with uh, like your dynamic range and that is just insane. And they were going basically using the 12K and 12K is not what they're really sort of using it for. It's more so, yeah, you take it at 12K, but then you can just zoom in over to that corner and, and get the boat and that's at 8K or you come straight right in here and it'll be even 4K. So it's, yeah, I think it's just a lot of opportunities for the video professionals to do what they need to do and, and get some wicked shots and stuff that you couldn't do with the cameras we have today. So, yeah, good on them. So, yeah, I thought I'd just run through that a little bit more. Probably went a bit long, but, yeah. Um, now, Luminar 4, you'll see a link below. Um, I, I got the software yesterday. I've started playing with it and... You, if you've been on YouTube, you've seen the ads, you've seen the dudes doing the videos. It's not till you actually play with it that you uh, appreciate just how freaking insane it is. It is just crazy cool. Um, I just grabbed a couple of shots out of the Canyon video we just did and because I've in those ones the sky was really blue so I had some troubles with picking shots where it was just this flat, blue, beautiful, clear day, but it was just flat and blue and no clouds, no nothing. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll just go in and that's, they're good shots. I can, I can use that. I've got a really nice foreground and I can just go and just test that and just see what this sky thing's all about and, and have a look at it. I've got to look, do some more research and I'll probably do a video about the whole thing because it's pretty darn cool. But basically it is so ridiculously easy. In the last two years I've had to learn how to use Lightroom, Photoshop, uh, Premiere Pro, I had to learn how to use the, um, what's the Apple one? Uh, whatever that program, I started with that and then did it, and it just about broke me many times because you've got to know where to go and what to do and there's and Photoshop's one of those ones that can really break people's brains. If you've never used it in your life and then you've got to just start using Photoshop with the layers and, and then knowing how to put things and you've got to do certain things in certain orders, it it can just really be a brain meltdown. Whereas this thing, if you've never used all that stuff, if you're like me, you come from film and then come back and next minute the, and your next camera you pick up after a film camera is basically a mirrorless camera, then this is a, it's really a great place to start, that Luminar 4. It is like you can achieve stuff that could take hours in literally seconds. And like the ads are, it is that really simple. Now, we'll, we'll say a caveat to that is I, once I did sign up, I got in there. Uh, your basic package, you have a, have a fair bit of stuff. And I've, I've said I've only just started. I've got to go and play with it a lot. I'll do a whole video on the whole thing and, and do a proper review. But there is packages. So if you want extra, you can get extra clouds, extra videos, lightning in the background, all that stuff. You can see that the amazing creative stuff that you can add in and use. They're all packages you've got to pay extra for. So... Yeah, you've got to pay once up front and the link below will give you, I think, $10 US off the cost of it. So if you go and use that link, A, you'll help out 
the channel, uh, 34 Media, and also give you a little bit of a discount. Um, but uh, just be aware that don't expect you're going to get everything for free. You get the basic package and then there are other things you can go in. But there is a lot in that basic package which I think will do you pretty well. I, again, I said I only just played around with a little bit of the Sky stuff, but I did the Sky and then I went and got some of these other things and I whacked a space shuttle in coming out of the back of the hill out the back here at camp. And it just it actually looked like re half realistic. It was just insane. And then you can, as I said, you can fix the light to suit the background so it all melds together. Even when you put that Sky in, it, it adjusts the foreground automatically to sort of just adjust it and you can then fine-tune it. It's a pretty cool bit of software. Uh, I think it was about 60 or 70 bucks or something Australian. Uh, go in and check it out. I said, there's a link below. Go try it out. We will, I will be doing a video once I've had a bit of a play more this week and I'll try and do something maybe when I'm home next break. I'll sit down and just spend a couple of hours and just screen screen record it and go through right through it and show you everything. A bit, but yeah, definitely. If you have been thinking about it, do it, try it. It's awesome. It's definitely a lot of fun. And for quick, fast Instagram stuff, this could be one of those ones that just makes your job easy without having all that poxy technical jargon and having to remember keys, codes, numbers, orders, layers, stuff. So give that a crack. Now, um, Geo, the Indian company. We, we did talk about them, I think, last week at some stage. Uh, India's richest man, uh, I think he's like in the top 10 for the richest people on the planet, uh, doing some big things. He is taking it to the big boys, uh, taking it to China and all those big technologies, Huawei and all that sort of stuff. Uh, he's going, he's sinking his money into, he's, he built his own 4G network in India. It's the biggest telecom in India. Hence why he's worth $28 billion or something ridiculous. Um, he's now investing even more money and he's going to develop the tech and do his own 5G, which is a huge thing because basically everyone's buying 5G from the Chinese and then implement it and then they're getting rich off it. Uh, he's going to do his own. Heaps of big companies in the States are pretty happy about that because it gives competition towards the Chinese so the Chinese I guess don't have that uh, monopoly on selling everything to everyone so I think it's really good for the globe um, for sales and having one country is the only country where everything's made basically they have you by the balls and they can do what they want and we've sort of all definitely in Australia we've witnessed that in the last couple of months where they've threatened us multiple times with uh, silly stuff so I think it's really good and I also think that now that they're doing that and they've got a heap of support from big companies uh, that Huawei's pretty much finished outside China I kind of can't see them bouncing back if these guys can make their own 5G and I, I don't doubt that they will uh, I'm pretty sure that Huawei will pretty much get blocked just got done in England uh, in Britain, it's done in the States. Uh, I wouldn't imagine most other first world countries are probably pretty much going to block them because they don't want their people or their systems uh, compromised so the Chinese can get access. So very big, very big. Now, um, the big one. Late this afternoon, checked it out. Uh, there was rumours the other day on Canon Rumours about a flagship APS-C camera coming out end of this year 
Now, I've said it many times uh, on this channel. I've been sort of hoping, and there's been those rumors about a new M50. Well, we Canon rumors today chucked up there. It's a CR2, so that's not 100% guaranteed, but he's got good sources saying that it's a very good possibility that the new high high spec, high level ASP or APC, APS-C camera coming from Canon at the end of this year, in Japan, and then probably rest of the world early 2021 will be the M50 Mark II. Uh, awesome, super stoked about that. Um, I sort of put a bit of a dream list of what I'd hope out of the new one. Uh, there's a few people who've done the same as me over in Canon Rumors. You can go check out the report there. He does a really good job. Um, obviously, Ibis. They've just chucked Ibis in the R6 and R5. I think that would be brilliant. I uh, really hope they go down that road. Um, a USB-C port so you can attach an SSD, um, much like my WD one. Just mount that on the phone, onto the camera, plug that in, and there's a terabyte of high-speed storage straight to the camera, no more S, and just have an one, SS, uh, one SD card slot as a backup so you can sort of, I guess, drop it in a JPEG level on the car, on the SD card and go full RAW files onto here. I think that would be brilliant, Canon. If you do that, that would be awesome. I think you can do that on the R5 now. I'm not sure. I know there's a few cameras that are starting to go down that road. I know on the Blackmagic, you definitely can uh, on that video camera. And I think that's a brilliant idea. And should why worry about CF Express when you can get one of these for like 100 200 bucks you can get one of these why would you worry about paying 600 bucks for epoxy card when i can go straight to this and go straight in the computer and just work at high speeds 500 gig to uh one or yeah 500 meg to a gig a second if you get the new ones so i think that's definitely a way forward uh, hopefully canon if you could chuck that in they'd be gold um batteries it would be nice if they upgraded the batteries they're obviously going to have to change the body but if they could change that battery somehow to the same battery as the new R5 and R6 is using, that's one battery for their whole R system and M system. If they could somehow work that in, that would be insane. Uh, it would reduce their production cost because they're only going to produce one battery. Uh, then and that would flow out. They can make more of them, which would make them cheaper. Mingyong, perfect. I think that will be brilliant if they can manage that. Um, custom modes on the M5 you've got the uh, separate dial and it's got custom modes the M50 doesn't have that dial it would be good if we could either make the dial a little bit bigger and then add at least two custom modes on there so you could have one for low light and then one for normal stuff or three would be nice but two I'd take two that would be good definitely having an easy access custom mode so you could have it there ready like one as bracketing so you, while you're walking around you just pull it straight out and go Drrr and fire off a bracket without having to worry about what the setup is. That would be cool, um, and I think that would be really, really handy. And then, yeah, so custom modes would be nice. And, oh, unlimited 1080 recording. Currently, it's, we go to 29.59, and then it shuts down. you got to go and start it again. So if you're midway to talk, you got to rehash it and go through. I think, realistically, I don't need 4K unlimited. I'm happy to do the 30 minutes for the 4K. That's fine. I don't use 4K, the storage of that. I don't have enough storage anyway. It costs a ridiculous amount. But unlimited 1080 would be awesome. 
you can sit here and do I can do a talk or I can do a, a whole video and just have one file shoot that across and then I've only just got to cut I could color code that audio it in one hit and then I can just go through and cut and trim it all when I'm editing I think that would make it a lot easier so if they could do that that would be awesome um, and a little bit higher ISO for when I'm doing Astro that would be fun and then maybe a bit of dynamic range would be would be okay a little bit more of that that never hurts but yeah definitely Ibis um, that USB-C or Thunderbolt port would be insane that would make a big difference and then yeah custom modes definitely and that unlimited I think if you could add that in I'd definitely find a way to sell some of the other gear to get one of them yeah without a doubt and then bring out some more lenses some other options for lenses uh yeah that'll be gold some really good nice good level zooms to fit the M mount that would be really really nice as well so maybe like a L series M mount lens very cool and that's about it for Monday. I've probably waffled on. That's 20, that's enough. That's heaps of time. Um, <laughs> hope you all had a good weekend. Hope you recovered if you had a few uh, shandies or a couple of reds. I uh, hope you've recovered from that and work wasn't too bad today. Uh, if you're in Melbourne or New South, well, you've probably had a bit of a rough trot over the weekend. A very quiet one at home, reflecting, maybe a couple of nice books and just chill out and a glass of red or a glass of white. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'll uh, see you all again tomorrow. I uh, hope you're enjoying the uh, road interview go. If you haven't already noticed that, I've sort of gone away from the hands-free and gone to this. Hopefully it's a little bit clearer when I'm talking to you and, yeah, see how we go. Radio, thanks for stopping by. Whether you're coming or going, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.